Welcome to my chaotic closet. <laughs> Guys, I'm back. Woohoo, who's ready for an episode? Sorry guys, I'm feeling a bit unhinged. It's been a crazy few days. Had to switch up the intro a little bit just for today. Um, I'm going to give you guys a full detailed episode on mystery boxes, mystery reseller boxes, not so mystery boxes, all of the things that I'm offering in my closet. Not something I've specifically come up with myself. It's just something I've been selling a lot of lately. And I've had a lot of questions about it. So I figured let's do a deep dive into mystery boxes. Okay, so what is a mystery box? A mystery box is a box that I think is pretty common on Poshmark. I don't know if they're available on other platforms. I feel like maybe eBay has some sort of mystery box. They're probably everywhere, honestly, but I feel like it's more of a Poshmark thing, if that makes sense. I've seen them a lot on Poshmark. They can be anything. Plus size mystery box, a specific size, like plus size mystery 2X box, uh, kids mystery box, bath and body works mystery box. I mean, like it really, it can, it's, it's limitless. Let's be honest. It's limitless. They can be anything, but right now we're really going to talk about clothing mystery boxes because that's really what I specialize in. And that's the only thing I have experience in. So yeah, I'm going to tell you guys about the mystery boxes that I have purchased for myself in the past. I have only purchased two mystery boxes and they both were free people intimately mystery boxes, new tag items guaranteed to get like five to 10 items per box. I think the first box I got had five items for like 40 bucks. And then the second one was like 10 for 90. And I definitely made my money back on all of those boxes. And, you know, I made some money on them. Did I strike it rich? Did I make an insane profit? Absolutely not. Because these mystery boxes were wholesale items that were pretty heavily available already on Poshmark. I didn't have anything that was like super rare or hard to come across in these boxes, but they were all good pieces and I was happy with them. I was happy enough after the first one, I purchased a second one. And I think I even wanted to purchase a third one, but I think she was out of stock or something. And I just kind of, at that point I had gotten so much inventory. This was like towards the beginning of my Poshmark career. I had got so much inventory of my own. I didn't really need to purchase something like that. So I just kind of forgot about it, but I would purchase one again if I needed an inventory. Uh, it was a Super easy, especially for the free people new with tags because you easily could find stock photos. That was the nice thing about them being heavily available on Poshmark was that it was super easy to make the listings and get photos. And then you just price kind of competitively and you're able to still make a profit and sell the items. I think I had a few pieces left over that I did take to my sister's store, but at that point I had already like made back all my money and then some and I didn't really care. They were kind of pieces I expect didn't expect to sell anyway. I was like, these are kind of the, the worst pieces of the box, but... Overall, still like a five-star experience. Would do it again. 10 out of 10 recommend. Love a free people intimately boxed new with tags. I think that's really fun and a safe mystery box to buy. Now, I actually did one time try to purchase a regular mystery box on Poshmark, but the seller ended up canceling on me. And I don't remember why. I feel like she didn't have the size. I don't remember. I don't honestly remember. I just know it was canceled. And I forgot about it until I looked back at my order history to see if I had purchased more mystery boxes that I forgot about. It was just the two free people went to them that cancel box. So I don't have a bunch of experience just because <sighs> we'll get into like what a mystery box is and purchasing one from a reseller and all that in a second. But I haven't really needed the inventory aside from that. So yeah, that's I have very little experience in buying, but I have a lot of experience in selling. So I have seen mystery boxes 
you know, every now and then you kind of have to be searching for it, I believe, on Poshmark to come across it. I don't think you're just going to, like, come across a mystery box. I did, however, come across one on my friend Shana's page, my Poshmark buddy, uh, and I saw that she had sold quite a bit. I was, like, checking her page out because... I don't know. I always check her page out to see what, like, new listings she's had and stuff like that. I think I was, I don't know, specifically looking, I think it was during our, we did a brand episode that I never got to post because the quality just wasn't great. My service was bad. Anyway, I was, like, checking out her solds to see a certain brand, like, how many of a certain brand she had sold. And because we were talking about brands, if I didn't say that. And I came across her mystery boxes and I was like, oh my gosh, you sold like 10 of these mystery boxes for like 50 bucks each or something. And so I asked her about it and I was like, I'm going to post, I'm going to try posting that. And it kind of just took off. I have now sold, I believe over a hundred mystery boxes, which is crazy. It's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot of inventory out the door, baby. Um, yeah. So I have quite a bit of experience. I do mystery reseller boxes uh that are random i do size specific i have some plus size mystery boxes listed i have not so mystery boxes listed i also have not what else do i have i guess that's pretty much it sometimes i have like a dress bundle up or something like that which isn't really as much of a mystery bundle it's just like a bunch of dresses together in a bundle that you can buy for a discounted price or a sweater bundle i've done like leggings bundles I love a bundle because it gets more inventory out the door right away. And, you know, everyone on Poshmark, even though there's a bundle feature, not everybody is using that bundle feature. So this way they're, all, they're like forced to use it without even using it because they're buying a bundle. And it's a pre-made bundle for them. They don't have to do any work. A lot of times it's lotted up by size anyway, unless you're doing that random mystery bundle where I'm giving you a really good deal, really big discount on that. So yeah, I really like it. I think it's a great way to get rid of excess inventory. Now, coming from a buyer's standpoint, if you are a reseller looking to get like great inventory, I don't know if it's for you and I'm going to let you know why. So you are buying a mystery bundle to resell from a reseller. Now, does this mean that you're being scammed? No, but... Do you have a high chance of getting inventory that they've already had listed and weren't able to sell? Yes. Do you have a high chance of getting maybe pieces at a brand that aren't as good as other pieces? Yes, because if I have like, I'm trying to think of something really great, like a Revolve whatever dress, probably not sticking that in my mystery bundle because, or my mystery box because I'm probably going to be able to sell that for a decent profit on its own. Now, maybe if it's a Reformation's jeans dress, it's like ribbed or striped or just kind of super basic, I might stick that in your bundle. But if it's going to fetch me a lot of money, I'm probably not going to stick it in your bundle. Just because it's like I'm trying to get a bunch of smaller, less less money-making items, but like the, the money to, is still there to be made, but it's not like a lot, if that makes sense. So you're getting like 10 to 15 pieces that you can all make money on, but you're not gonna, it's not like a gold mine. You're not winning the lottery here. And I think that's something that some people just don't understand. I would say like 99% of people do understand that, like that you're not going to be getting like a box with 10 piece, brand new tags, free people pieces in it, and like four revolved dresses, and then like three Reformation dresses. But there are those few people that seem to think that, even though the listing doesn't say that, the price they paid absolutely does not reflect that. If you're buying, if you're offering me $20 on a mystery box, 
how in the world do you think I'm going to be able to load that up with free people items? Because at the end of the day, like, first of all, most of, most of us on Poshmark are trying to make a profit. Now, with the mystery boxes, a lot of times we're just taking a loss because we need to get this inventory out the door. And it's better to take a loss rather than donate. It's like, hey, I could donate all this stuff or I could take a small loss but still, you know, recoup some of that money by doing a mystery box. And that's kind of where I'm at with mystery boxes. You know, it depends. It depends. Sometimes I might be able to make a little bit of money on them, but it's never highly profitable. It is really just a way for me to recoup money. So to think that I'm going to be able to give you this fully loaded box, unless, oh, hold on, hold on, unless you're buying my top tier mystery box, okay? I have top tier mystery boxes. I charge more for those, and I do put good pieces in there. Like, I mean, good pieces. Like, you're getting good brands in there. Of course, still not like four or $500 dresses, but you're getting good stuff in there. And that's because I'm making, on those ones, I am probably making a profit or recouping a good amount of my money. With that, let me segue into my little feedback fiasco story. So I received probably the worst feedback I've ever received just a few days ago. And it was about a mystery box. And I wasn't like super surprised when I received the feedback because I kind of went back and forth with the buyer quite a bit. And it was pretty clear after I had already shipped this mystery box that the buyer was... I, I don't want to use the word delusional, but I kind of do because this buyer had assumed that they were going to be able to get a full free people box. They wanted new with tag stuff, full free people in their size, like requested brand new size, medium free people tops, size, extra small bottoms. And I'm just like, ma'am, I've already shipped your box. You, if you read, if you read through the description, you purchased a cheap, cheap, cheap box and you, which, which nothing wrong with that if you know what you're buying, but this is not a customizable box. It says very clearly in bold letters, this is not customizable by size. Like nothing about this box is customizable. You cannot pick out the brand. You cannot pick out the size. This is going to be completely at random. And you know, the price reflects that because this is, you're not able to customize it. And so what I was able to do is make a whole bunch of these boxes. I mean, it took me forever, but I pre-made a bunch of these boxes. So I have them in my Poshmark office where I'm able to just grab one and send it out the door. I'd say about 90%, maybe, yeah, about 90% of my mystery bundles I'm custom making. It's like made to order, right? But these ones are ready to go. So I'm okay with discounting them a lot because... I don't have to put any work in there into them at this point. It's literally slapping a label on it and sending it out the door. So I'm okay with taking low offers on those. And that's what I did in the situation. I took a low offer, which I've kind of now realized like maybe we shouldn't be doing <laughs> like this. I would say for the most part, it works out just fine, but there are just, for some reason, it's the same buyers that want to offer you 15, $16 for the mystery box that are going to turn around and be like, I'm not happy with this mystery box. And they're far, they're few and far between, but it does happen. And I guess that's just the reality of selling mystery boxes is you're not going to please everybody. And in my opinion, if you are a very hard to please person, mystery boxes are not the item to buy on Poshmark for you. So when it comes to my mystery boxes, I do try to include between 10 and 15 items per box. I usually do about two sweaters, four to six tops, whether that be t-shirts or blouses, long sleeve shirts, possibly a sweatshirt. Sometimes it just depends. 
I will do one to two pairs of jeans in most cases, and then maybe a pair or two of shorts, possibly a dress, and then a couple of new tags items. And this is kind of like the basic, that's the basic outline of my mystery box. And, you know, give or take a few, you know, it can be switched around a little bit. I do have a couple of not-so-mystery boxes, I think, still listed in my closet. I didn't find that I had a ton of success with these, so that's not something I'm really doing anymore. Basically, what it is is a box where you can kind of see, like, the brands of the item, somewhat see the item. Some of the boxes I did include, or the listings I did include, full, Im full images of the items in the box, I believe. Maybe I didn't call those not-so-mystery bundles. It's all kind of the same thing. It's basically a bundle where you're not getting detailed photos of every single item, but you do have my reassurance that, like, they're in excellent use condition or new with tags. So it's a way for me to easily get a lot of things listed without having to take a million photos, but I will say I don't think that financially it's the best option for me, and it's not something I plan on doing very, probably very much in the future at all. I did receive a bunch of free people pieces recently, and I'm thinking about doing it for those pieces and like just doing like a free people bundle. So it depends. I may just end up listing those items individually. Sometimes I am able to source a very large amount of inventory and it, it's to the point where it's so overwhelming and it's taking up so much room that I need to find a way to get it out quickly or just donate it. And honestly, I kind of enjoy playing around with different options and seeing what's the best way to make a good amount and get this, these items out the door? Like, does it make more sense financially for me to be listing these items individually or should I just go ahead and do the big bundle? So a lot of it I'm just kind of like testing out because this inventory I got for a really, really cheap anyway, possibly free. You know, I just, I like to try and see, like, let's just see what's going to happen. Like, d does it make more sense for me to bundle that all together or should I have gone back and listed that individually? Because a lot of times when you're listing these items individually, they're sitting for months and months and months on end. Whereas if you can do a bundle and be like, look at all this stuff you're going to get for this price, it might go a little bit more quickly. Now I've had it go either way. Like sometimes these bundles sit for a while. Sometimes they instantly go. I've had bundles sell within minutes of me listing them. So it's just, or bundles that just to the, I felt like we're never going to sell, so I just took them down. Like, it really can go either way. And I'm just trying to be fully transparent with you guys and let you know my thoughts behind everything, my reasoning behind everything, why I bundle certain things together. And also letting you know that I'm not, like, a professional, super experienced at this. The bundling thing is kind of new for me. And uh, it, I, it's still, you know, I'm still doing test runs on it, really. I will say now that I'm at like the year and a half mark of full-time selling on Poshmark, uh, I wouldn't say I'm really, I don't know if I would consider myself to be a volume seller still at this point. I was doing, there were months I was doing 300 sales a month or more on Poshmark alone. And at that point, I would, I guess you would call me a volume seller. I mean, some of those were bundles as well, right? So like 300 sales, but also bundles or more. I think I've done like up to 400 sales in a month. I'd have to go back and look honestly. So at this point right now, I think I'm at 50 sales and we are almost halfway through the month. And I, I have purposely slowed down this month. I am slowing down, scaling back. I am working on selling more higher cost goods as well. Kind of working that into my sales uh, plan. <laughs> that is going to conclude our mystery bundle slash bundle episode. If you have any more questions, just contact me on Instagram. 
I don't mind answering a question via DM. And yeah, I'm always here if you guys have questions or any topic ideas for the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Bye. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at My Chaotic Closet Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys.